Hello, hello, friends. Welcome. This is the weekly forecast, and we are digging into some fun energy because we are closing out a month this week. So Wednesday is the last day of March, and Thursday is the first day of April. We will be shifting quite a bit, and we will have this um, sun in Aries energy carrying us through this monthly change, and we will be adding more and more light and more and more fertility and more and more excitement to our lives as we spiral out towards this summer solstice. Now that the equinox is behind us, we also have a really fun opportunity to take stock of what is, what has happened in March and what we are um, intending to happen in April. And Interestingly enough, what I would like to do and why I'm rec I'm recording this during our full illumination. So currently right now, the moon is full at the time of this recording. Um, I'm in my office here. It's, it's, uh, I started working on this between at around 2 15 PM. And currently we are just like in full illumination. So as I'm recording this, I want to bring this high energy amount amounting to um, maximum illumination of our inner world. I really want everyone to be digging deep here on this full moon. This full moon is going to last until Tuesday. You're going to be feeling it. So even though the moon will start to wane, it is just so close and it is just so potent. And Libra is so interested. Some of the aspects here right to this full moon in Libra, very much interested in helping you realize what is there, right? And the veils are thin and the energy that we're working with is this in-between um, phase where we are really getting ready to barrel towards this summer solstice. It'll just be daily sort of increasing in illumination. And we're just going to just keep getting more and more fire activation. We also have another super moon coming up this month. We have Mercury moving into Aries on April 3rd. The third quarter moon in Capricorn is lit is what I'm going to say. Um, and so we have a lot going on in the beginning of April to really look forward to too quickly. Right. So we're going to focus on this week, but just know that it's a really good time to be positive and forward thinking and um, know that um, blessings are coming and rewards for your hard work is on the way. Um, and so if you've been feeling stuck, you should start to feel unstuck a bit. And if you're not, you might need to look into what some of your personal blocks might be. Maybe there's some wounds you don't want to look at. You're afraid of opening them back up and it's all understandable, but it's really the time to be doing it and taking stock because the transformation energy is high. Right. And think about, you know, we always say when the caterpillar goes into the chrysalis and then it has to transform, it turns into goo. It's a mess. If you interrupted it, then it would just fall apart. And when it is, the transformation is complete, it's got to fight its way out of that chrysalis. And if you were to cut it open at that point, it would die because it's not strong enough because it didn't work its way out. What I want to point to is what if the butterfly just decided to stay where it was at? even though it was cramped, even though it was uncomfortable, it was too afraid to kind of work its way out. Don't be that. Don't be like that right now. This is the time where it's, it's time to start working yourself out of your chrysalis. You've been in it all winter long and it's time to start doing the work. So if up until now you've stayed highly theoretical about your healing, you want to get 
active about it, right? You want to be making the moves, right? Whether it's physical work that you need to do on your physical form or emotional work for your emotional form or your psychic work for your spiritual form, whatever form that needs, whatever form needs the most attention, it's time to do the work. And if you don't, you're running the risk of just holding up in that chrysalis and then wondering, you know, why the world is so dark. Right. Um, I often have to remind clients this, and I know I remind you guys often, if all you see is darkness, um, you need to figure out why your eyes are closed. The world is light. There is light everywhere to be found. There is hope everywhere to be found. There are blessings around every corner. And so when you feel like you're just completely trapped in darkness, you might need to do the work right? You might be in a chrysalis, you might be in the dark and you need to start punching your way through things, right? And um, asking for help often, right? The interconnected nature of our human species is that we cannot always go it alone. And so, I mean, we're not actually butterflies. (laughs) And so, you know, it's, that is all metaphorical. We are actually interconnected human species. And when you watch like the movie inside out. I love calling to that because at the very end of it, you find out, you know, joy isn't better for being joy and joy isn't what actually brings joy to the human mind. It's when you admit to sadness and others understand where you are, that they show you the love that then brings you the joy, right? Joy isn't just joy on its own. Always it can be, but sometimes you know, the greatest joys we know are after the vulnerability and then finding out we're not actually alone and that we're here for each other. So that is the theme of this month. And especially, especially when we have Aries, right? Like at our backs, we have movement, right? We have movement. And so as we are, um, evaluating all the things about the world that are here for us, it is start it is the start time. It is starting time. It is newness. It is high energy. It is figuring out your direction, you know, wind at your back type energy. Now is the time, right? Now is the time. So um, today, in addition to this awesome full moon, we have the sun in Uranus or the sun semi-sextile Uranus. So the sun and Uranus are creating these surprises and, um, spontaneity and self-awareness and rebellion and like, um, showing up to show out type of energy. You might have a lot of ideas coming to you about where you want to go in life. Make sure you're writing it all down. This burst of energy may not completely last. Um, you know, it'll be here for the next three or four days, but take a lot of notes and, um, write yourself some encouraging notes and put them on post-it notes around your house, maybe because you might need the oomph a little bit later in the week. Um, we also have Mercury conjunct Neptune. I almost want to feel like, I almost want to say that I feel like this Mercury conjunct Neptune is the last hurrah of Mercury and Pisces. Um, Mercury moves into Aries on Saturday. And so we're getting the last bit of Mercury in Pisces. So your communication, your logic, your reasoning, your connection to the divine, your ability to, to move in the ethers in that watery, you know, delicious, intuitive way is getting its last hurrah and it's conjunct Neptune. So 
the spiritual communications are going to be intense telepathic communications, knowing the next best step for your own internal intuitive healing, knowing the next step for other people's intuitive, um, healing, making yourself a plan of emotional, um, communication, spiritual communication, meditation. It's all in there. Journaling all in there. It's a really good week, right? This aspect is from Sunday till Wednesday. It's peaking. So our sensitivity, our creativity, our imagination, it's so good, right? So dream up what you want for the future, meditate on what's going on in the ethers, um, watch your favorite movies that make your heart so happy. Listen to good music, dance, right? Like just put yourself out there. It's going to be a really great quality to the beginning of the week. And especially because this is real strong Monday through Wednesday, right? It kicks into place today, but really going to peak tomorrow. Um, and then Tuesday, right? The moon enters Scorpio. And so Scorpio will have you and your emotions really swimming in it, right? Scorpio is going to take you to the depths. So Scorpio will have you swimming in it with that Mercury conjunct Neptune. You're going to feel all the psychic awareness, all that intuitive activation. It's going to be very dreamlike. We're going to have Venus or Venus sextile Saturn happening at the same time, really helping you with loyalty and commitment and love. Um, and really, I, I don't want to say sacrifice, although Saturn does really like sacrifice, but I feel like what is the word compromise, right? Is that, listen, how hard it was for me to find that word. I'm not good at compromising and neither will be the moon in Scorpio, but with that Venus sextile Saturn, if you can compromise in ways that will strengthen long-term um, bonds you will see richer rewards. Um, so keep that in mind. We also on Tuesday have Mercury semi-sextile Jupiter. So our, our communication will be expanding, right? Our mindset, our positive focus on the future, all of that still with that Mercury conjunct Neptune as well, really stimulating that dreaming energy. Then come Wednesday, the sun sextile Saturn gives us more of that <clears throat> sacrifice and compromise energy Monday through Friday, really kind of creating, um, work ethic, right? So it's giving a sun sextile Saturn all week long is going to be supporting the forward movement needed to create a strong foundation. So all of these other aspects are really going to have that oomph of the fire. It's time, right? Sun and Aries sextile Saturn it's just a good time to be moving and you will feel it. And so then on Thursday, April 1st, moon into Sagittarius, more movement, free spirited fire energy, really going to be feeling movement, really going to be feeling action. Mercury is going to sextile Pluto on Friday, April 2nd, um, in a peak way, that aspect will be felt in the later, the whole later half of the week and into Saturday, but Mercury sextile Pluto is going to take it deep as well. So along with that moon in Scorpio and then moon into uh, Sagittarius, you're going to have this Mercury sextile Pluto really causing you to have these, um, 
you know, like come to Jesus meetings, um, investigative kind of, um, energy that's going to help you transform, maybe hitting a wall in certain areas of relationships and having to speak up about it. Um, getting to the root of, um, issues in relationships, as far as if people have secrets or if people have other plans that you're not aware of, you may see this in your business world and your home life. Um, And in your inner world, you may even find because Mercury, right? Like as it's going to go into Aries on Saturday, anytime I feel the switching of the signs like that, I always feel this last, you know, hurrah, (laughs) like a smack across the face, like a, did you get it? Especially with Mercury, we feel Mercury a lot. It's one of those inner planets that we just feel more than others. And so um, you will feel this movement and it may even illuminate that you're on some secrets with yourself. You're holding, um, plans from yourself. You are holding yourself back. You're the problem. (laughs) Like you're the one not telling the other people in your life, what your plans are. You are not sharing what your dreams are with your partner. You are not sharing your vision with your business team, right? You, it's not always about other people and in the work of astrology and energy work and, um, any spiritual growth, you always have to make sure it's not you first, the default, it should always be, Oh, is this me? (laughs) Right. Not like, Oh, what's up with the world? All these problems, which is a fun thing to do because it takes the energy off of you. Right. But when you have all this stuff coming up, you, you've got to start with you. That's your inner world. That's your universe all around that heart and solar plexus chakras. Right. Is this me? (laughs) Right. And even with empathic emotions, I always ask first, wait, is this mine or is this somebody else's? Because you cannot just default to like, if I walk into a room and suddenly my heart starts to activate, if I'm like, whoa, this room's wild, right? I miss the opportunity to see what's inside of me that would even let me pick up on that frequency. It's a me thing immediately. Then it's like, okay, is this me? Is this somebody else? Am I supposed to help somebody? Why else would I pick up on somebody? It's gotta be that I'm, it's either part of me. It's a frequency I'm attuned to. So I have that to shift within myself or it's a frequency I'm picking up on because I can help or I'm meant to interact or there's a reason we're not just being, you know, bombarded with, um, frequencies that we don't have a connection to. So either you're holding the frequency or you're meant to interact with the frequency or it's part of your mission. Right. But you can't always just assume it's other people this week in particular, that Mercury sextile Pluto really pay attention to it. You know, um, specifically if your Mercury is in Pisces, um, specifically if Pluto is, uh, you know, significant in your chart already, it's one of those things where, you know, Capricorn, right. Um, the moon is going to enter a Capricorn on Saturday just after this, but Pluto and Capricorn has a lot to say about the secrets that you built your life on. And it's, Oh, you know, triggering. Yeah. I'm just going to move forward with the sentence that was given to me. It's triggering to find out that you built your life on a lie or that you chose a secret. Um, it's unfortunate. 
oftentimes the only way to correct it is to break apart the foundation. So let's say that you are building a a shed in the backyard and you lay a concrete pad and the concrete pad looks fine. And then you come with all the other materials the day, all the people are coming and they're ready to help you build this house. And you notice there's a crack in the foundation and you don't say anything and you think, no, it would be an inconvenience. I don't want to start over. I don't want to, we're just going to go. We're going to hope for the best. You choose to build your structure on a cracked foundation because you think it's the best next step at the time. Maybe it was the best next step at a time for a lot of reasons that could be the best next step. Maybe a storm's coming. Maybe you need shelter. Maybe the opposite of that is delaying the structure being built. And then that puts a lot of things out of place. Maybe the best next thing for right now is just to have a structure, whether or not it's going to last 20 years or not, is not the question on the table right now. It is serves no nobody. It serves nobody to go back and question why was the house built on a cracked foundation? Doesn't serve anybody. If you start to notice your structure is weak and you identify that it is because you chose to build it on a cracked foundation, the best next step at this point is just to say, okay, so it's time to take that structure down, break apart this foundation, fix it, and then rebuild. Any other solution is just fortifying a house of cards. And so we have to look at these sorts of things when we have the opportunity. Not every season calls for this sort of self-reflection. It's not always the season to take down a structure and rebuild the foundation. It is not always an movement in your life. And so looking at a shed and saying, that's going to need to come down here soon, right, is a step. Knowing when the right time to take it down and rebuild, knowing when it's the right time to say, hey guys, I don't think that structure's safe anymore. Stay out of it until we have time, right? All of this is the kind of energy we have available this week. We have the ability not to rebuild, guys. This isn't a rebuilding week. This is a notice the cracks in your foundation. Become aware of the fact that you may have built a structure on a faulty foundation, whether on purpose or by accident, work on releasing judgment over why you may have built a structure on cracked foundation, and then come up with a plan that moves you into a best case scenario about how you can rebuild a structure on a more solid foundation. That may mean building a foundation somewhere else having a structure built somewhere else, and then taking this one down. It doesn't always mean immediately, but come up with a plan, come up with a dream, come up with an idea, and then Aries is going to help move forward with it. But that Mercury sextile Pluto, Mercury ending its last hurrah in Pisces and Pluto over there in Capricorn. Listen, the waters run deep and the cracks in the foundation are only going to grow with this one. So notice them, notice them probe your mind, look for your cracks, become aware. It will only serve you. If you pretend and you hide your head in the sand, the structure might collapse and you might still be in it. Okay. So really become aware. Awareness is the name of the game. Now, then we were heading into weekend territory, right? We will have a weekend forecast for that, but Saturday moon goes into Capricorn, Mercury into Aries until April 19th. Then Sunday, we have the third quarter moon 
in Capricorn, right? Which is a good time for this. Conjunct the fixed star Vega. This is an awesome time to do business. Um, it's an awesome time to do spirituality. It is an awesome time to get it done. And so we're going to be here for it next weekend. But this week, we are all about reflecting and uncovering and probing, diving deep, getting to the details and, and not hiding in the sand. Okay. And so, um, just remember we're all in on this guys. (laughs) We're going to be, we're going to be better for it, for being aware. Everybody have a beautiful week and I will talk to you soon.